the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas on a sunny Sunday afternoon now. I'm Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, and we encourage you to call in with your questions at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Do you I want... thought I had a breeze out here, but look at the flag. No, it's weird. It's been... <laughs> Is it low, a low breeze? Yeah. Well, we got the fans. Oh, oh maybe okay. That's the, okay uh... Maybe that's it. Yeah. No, it's pretty... If you look at the trees, too, it's pretty still. Yeah. It's not Good. terrible. Do Let's I see. have a... Am I plugged Oh, uh, you're... Uh... <laughs> yes. Yeah, you're plugged in. I can test it in a minute when we, when we start. But uh oh, let's go. Let's get him because I have a great theme that he's just going to enjoy. Okay, are, are you getting anything? All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. This is exciting, isn't it? Though I, you're going to love this. All right, I'm trying, trying a different plug, Calvin. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. You still right. got that look in his eye. Oh, we got Jerry on the line. Oh, really? Yeah. I love to talk to Jerry. Yes. I called in last week, but this is something different. Oh, okay. What's going on, Jerry? How did we, we do last week? You did fine, yes. You answered the question, <laughs> but my daughter's still having a tough time trying to get oh, okay. started. Yeah. Well, I've got in an established Bermuda lawn, and there's this plant in it. It has little leaves and little yellow flowers, and it's in very invasive. Can I spray that? And if I can, what with? Hello? She would have had to have been watering. Oh, there she is. Okay, I'm here. Are you here? Yeah, you there? yeah, yeah, we got you. Can you okay. hear me? Can you hear me? No. Now? Can no. you hear me? I can hear you now. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Well, this okay. Can weed. You hear me? Th- Stop it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> can you hear me? <laughs> no. Just go yeah, I'll, just... I'll listen to the other guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's listen to Calvin. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it's. It kind of it's 
has runners on it, and it spreads little green leaves and tiny little yellow flowers. That's, that sounds lovely. It sounds yeah, but uh, yeah, but it's taking it's, over, and I don't want it in there. Sounds like uh, ox. Uh, it could be oxalis. Oxalis, huh? but it's a little early for oxalis. Yeah. Have you have you been watering the area? Yes. Okay. Uh, Does it look like a a little bit like clover? No, we've had clover in the past, but this isn't clover. This is something else. Yeah. But that that's most people identify oxalis as a clover, which of course we don't grow here. But um, yeah, it's. And you haven't had clover in the past. Mm, yeah, you know, in years uh, past, but unless, not recently. Uh, un- unless you're up north, Tennessee, No, I'm southeast. Arkansas. Oh, no, I'm in Texas. Oh, okay. <laughs> Northeast, uh, southeast. Southeast, <laughs> Okay, Clo- clover doesn't, are the, doesn't, are the doesn't leaves, like our alkaline soil. Are the leaves uh, waxy or are they kind of hairy? They're kind of hairy. Your horse herb. Is that horse herb? Sounds like horse herb, yeah. That, uh, it's got a beautiful it, yellow flower. Yeah, it's starting to it's starting to show some flowers in my, hmm. my yeah, yard. She's been, she's been watering. Yeah, she, oh, they've been watering. Oh, they're, they're just starting. There's not a whole lot of flowers, and the flowers are tiny. They're not big. They're tiny yellow well, flowers. If you're an ant, they're big. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, Nathan? You're, you're not helping. Yes. Help, help Jerry. No, help you're Jerry not out. helping. There you go. See, I told you. I try to uh, pull them out, but it's just, uh, it's too, it's just too, it's solid on this one side of the house. Oh, yeah. Are they solid in my backyard when it rains. They're, they're not the easiest thing to pull out by hand either. Yeah. Yeah, tough. they come out in little clumps, and then you get the little tiny roots stay, and then you water, and then it grows back. <laughs> back again. You yeah. Know, that sounds like a, a a great wildflower to put in, uh, in your lawn. Yeah, let's, let's, the flowers aren't You didn't plant scary. them, did you? Let's just... Uh, Let's just get this this part over with Jerry, so we can get you an yeah, answer. Yeah, are you are you ever? Do you feel? What are the odds that you will convert and suddenly love this plant? The yeah. love uh, No, no, I don't yeah, think so. Yes, no. you will. Okay, yes, you no. will. Uh, the flowers are not spectacular. <laughs> well, you know you, that you, you know come. though that the uh, butterflies, the black swallowtails, lo- like it, the flower and for the nectar. Ants love those big flowers. Well, we yeah. have one of those, the sage, the the kind of gray sage that puts on the little pink flowers, and the butterflies go to them. So. Oh, great. And we have lantana. When it, you know, it gets yeah. watered, it's full of flowers. So we've had the black swallowtails on them. <laughs> Yeah, so, good. No, not this little weed. <laughs> but uh, do you? Uh, it's not a weed. It, tell yes, him what it is. It's melting. What, I mean, s- Calvin. Sustainable winter or something? Or <laughs> alternative winter, sustainable lawn? Or, yeah. I don't know. Uh, it's a, it, it is. It comes, a, it's a, it comes t- back every year. Yeah, it's a tough yes, peren- it perennial. You, yeah. uh, if It reseeds as well as... Yeah, comes back from the roots, so that that's I, what makes it can so I tough. Spray it and kill it before it recedes. No way. 
<laughs> you gonna kill that pretty little yellow flower? Calvin, we yes, hope Jerry. Sir. <laughs> yes, sir. I can't both, believe this both one. The, both the Jerry's. You can. <laughs> this is like Evelyn. <laughs> um, what is uh, what is the broadleaf weed killer that? Two four D. Yeah, well, the two four D, but the the common name the uh, weed be gone. I mean, no. no. Not over the top. Uh, Wipeout. No, there's how I would just the same. It's the same uh, uh, retail uh, company as the one that's uh, over the top. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Um, well, I, weed-free zone. Yeah, yeah. Weed-free zone. You okay. can. Okay. T- we have two four D. Yeah. Well, you can try try that but but what we're what we're saying too is that, that it's a very difficult weed to, be, to control because of the that it's a perennial and it does but it's a seeding perennial yeah, there you go seeds as as well as an annual and it does it come also, from those little flowers the little flowers make oh, seeds oh yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah every time but, you see a flower you're looking at 100 seeds yeah and you're I also need to get rid of it for it flowers it, no you're also no. you also probably got a lot of seed already in the oh yeah la- landscape it's just like a wildflower run in that case but you could i would try that uh to, that 24d product read the label and make sure that it's uh okay. compatible um and then with the Bermuda, well, you know, it'll be the it'll be compatible with the Bermuda, but yeah. okay. But uh, it may may have temperature requirements and other things. Oh yeah, right, uh, uh, right. Yeah, uh, weed free zone has to be used in the cool temperatures. Yeah, so that that's the one that we've traditionally no. used as weed free zone. It ain't here yet. It's not cool. But, yeah. uh, that doesn't it doesn't work real well in hot weather. So whatever well, you have might be yeah, better. Yeah, it's supposed to be cool. Yeah. at the end of the week, more well, more so. Yeah. Cool. Well, but ninety two is not that cool. No. <laughs> no, I'm talking as you get up real early in the morning, but then it's damp. Then that yeah, they're talking sixty degrees for a low. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Where? Oh yeah, that's yeah, right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that uh, yeah. Wednesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Thursday. That'll be nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, I think I got a notification that uh, that herb, horse herb, has been placed on the endangered plant list. Did, did, can you can recall where you got this notification from? I don't from? remember, but yeah, it, it, uh, it, it just came to me. <laughs> that's right. Well, we have our, gate, you, our gate is usually locked. So they can't get in. Unless they send the helicopter out. Uh, the HOA is a... <laughs> you think we're going to get her... Together with, uh, yeah, you, Evelyn. we, Eve, Eve, Evelyn. Evelyn's going to call and say, "I finally have someone that that <laughs> understands me." Yes, because Jerry gives her the same hard time about that. But uh, just just after after you try these weed killers, uh-huh. I'm uh, I'm betting on the uh, horse herb to come back. Okay, you oh, might burn okay. it. You might burn it down, but it's coming back. Well, maybe it won't be as in mass. Oh, yeah, it'll be even better. Well, keep us informed. Uh, Yeah, Yeah, keep us informed. Who's winning? All right. Good luck. All right. Thanks, Jerry. Thanks for calling back. Bye-bye, Jerry. (laughs) Calvin, what is that in the uh, porterweed? Is that another one of your golf fritillaries? That's uh, uh, golf fritillary, yeah. Okay. I want a monarch. And they're orange, right? 
Huh? They have orange in them, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, I thought so. Yeah, they look, uh, they look a little like queens, except the queens are thicker. The Gulf Fritillary is kind of uh, spread out. Elongated. Elongated, yeah. All right, so you ready to hear my theme for today? Last week we talked about what should we should be doing now. Are oh. you ready for today's theme? Yeah, it probably will be better than... Uh, <laughs> You think? Uh, the the uh, I wouldn't hor- get horse. Oh yeah, probably could be better. Although the horse might fit into my theme. Okay, so I think f- today we'll kind of intersperse this amongst the calls. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. You you have the ability to stop this conversation if you just call and ask a question. By the way, I uh, thought you said you were going to put it between the calls. Well, no. So we have to get. So calls that's going to make this. everybody not call. No, they make. I don't want to hear them talk to. about this. I better call it. I'll make up a question. Uh, I have horse herb growing over the top of my house. What do I do? Um, and that question is best selection of plants for black thumbs. Oh, okay. You know how everybody goes, oh, I can't grow anything. Yeah. So I can think of some that we've talked about, and I'll give you some of my selections. You've talked about um, purple, purple heart. Purple heart. Purple yeah. heart. Okay. You can't grow that. We can't help you. Okay, so purple heart, and that can grow sun or shade. Oh yeah. All right. Outside, <laughs> it's not an indoor plant though. Uh, you can put it indoors. Really? Yeah. You know people that have done it indoors? Yeah, they it ran them out of their house. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> <laughs> I bet a purple heart would grow in the house. All right, I'm going to make a list. You know that fig ivy that. Uh, no, the uh, horse herb could probably be on that list. No. <laughs> I don't know. Horse herb needs a. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. The horse that she was talking. Needs a little sun. Okay. Uh, uh, but it'll grow in the shade. It grows pretty in the shade. Yeah. I think the city ought to. Well, we went to San Pedro Park and poor San Pedro Park. I think the city's being very responsible, but it's just. It's just bare so, ground. It's bare ground, yeah. There you go. That's when so you plant herb. wildflowers on it. Okay. Yeah. You know, uh, after nice. the rain. After I'm thinking larkspur is my, my, might be in that category. Okay. Oh, yeah, definitely. I, I've grown Except lark- it likes sun. But. I've grown larkspur. It likes sun, okay. So but, I'm, I'm uh, going to put the criteria down. By. I don't, I don't, yeah. I, don't, I guess it'll grow in the shade. Will it grow in the shade, Cap? Yeah, well, it doesn't bloom worth a darn, but it'll. Uh, yeah. And of course, if it's too much shaded, it won't re- reproduce. <laughs> but if you got any sun, you'll you'll have it back every year. So. Oh yeah, okay. So that's a good one. Every little, every bloom makes several hundred seeds. Yeah. Now I'm not sure you'll agree with this, but I'm gonna go. Also, well, I'm gonna go with one we talked about yesterday. Okay, we're talking about black thumb plants. If you want to call in, 210-308-8867. If someone were to tell you, oh, I got a black thumb, I can't grow anything, I don't even try, what would you suggest they get? Cactus. Well, yeah, although <laughs> you, can, you can kill cactus, but blue plum bago, we really do not try. <laughs> I mean, we are not trying. That blue plum bago is growing beautifully despite us. Well, I read that about from... Neil Sparrow yesterday. He liked Blue Plum Bay. That it freezes. No. Up, up around Dallas. Not in San Antonio. I don't oh, no, I don't think it's San Antonio. Is it is it a difference? I didn't realize it froze up there. Is it the difference between the soil freezing and the 
or not? Maybe the soil freezes in no, Dallas? No, I don't think so- Dallas mm-hmm. does soil freeze. Okay, and did our soil freeze when it got down to 20-something? No. I thought that was... I didn't kind of, go out digging. <laughs> I thought that um, that was one of the things that about takes, the perennials. It takes more than one day of... Well, we had more than one day, didn't we? Didn't yeah. we have like five days in the 20s? Five or six, but... <laughs> so I'm, my, I'm my blue plumbago freezes down every year. Yes, to but the, it comes right back up. It comes back from the ground. Yeah. It's root hardy. So does firebush. Yeah, so is firebush be a... An outdoor, sun-loving, black-thumb plant? Yeah, it definitely has to be a, a full sun. Okay. As I tell people, if it smells shade, it won't bloom. Oh, okay. But it'll grow. It just won't bloom. Yeah, right. Okay. Most people, I, uh, most people want them to bloom. I now. think he, um, uh, t- Texas mo- the mountain laurel, too, is a pretty easy thing to grow. Yeah, is, is it, it grows pretty, in the shade. Is it pretty forgiving? Well, other, yeah, it doesn't have much shade to well, it'll stay alive in the shade. Okay. <laughs> and the foliage looks fair. And actually, yeah, so for someone like me that doesn't water a lot, the only time I think I've heard you say that uh, mountain laurel, right? That's what you're talking about? Yeah. Mountain laurel gets hit hard is when it gets too wet. That's right. Yeah. Because right now, and you can look in a lot of landscapes, and in my neighborhood is a good example, Texas mountain laurel foliage looks great. But, yeah. you know, even... Uh, Oh, even the Esperanza, Poinciana, and our, uh, what's the the yellow flower that we grow? Theralis? Theralis, uh, yeah. Yeah. They're, they're m- much more affected by the the drought than, than the Texas mountain laurel yeah. seems to be. Yeah. Okay. I'm also going to go with Vinca. Yeah, that's a good choice. I know that, yeah, our Vinca's been very, oh, yeah. very forgiving to me. It's in a little good. container. It dro- it droops all the way down, telling me, oh, perhaps I should be watered. And the deer aren't eating it in your yard, have they? <laughs> no, they have not. <laughs> See? They got to be tough deer to get to my yard. They got to yeah. dodge cars. They got to. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, Vinca is my yeah. favorite. One of my favorite plants. Um, <laughs> like I told that, uh, I was de- helping a little, little horticulturist, wannabe horticulturist down south and uh she was going to plant a landscape around the uh around the ranch house yeah and i said well you're gonna to have to use vinca and she gave me that look she said well vinca is not one of my favorite plants oh well she's got deer and i said i took a minute and i said vinca's gonna become one of your favorite plants because the deer is gonna eat everything else but uh, and that's what I would tell that lady with horse herb. Oh, you just, may hate horse herb now. And I have seen actually nice yards that have been predominantly oh, horse yeah, herb. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now in the winter, isn't that a problem with horse herb that you're going to have bare soil? No, it, it does better in the winter. I'm sorry, in the summer. Oh yeah, well yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a, a hard to manage because it's got strange characteristics it uh, <laughs> i mean it's real, it real for a tough weed it <laughs> retreats pretty quickly when there's when the lack of water and uh, um so those kind of it, it's there's no plant there when you expect expect right. the weed to be there you know <laughs> yeah when i felt the way i fell in love with horse herb 
was uh, we, uh, Dr. Larry Stein and I were over at Hondo giving a program, and we were walking in the building, and and Larry started bad mouthing horse herb that was growing well, uh, big time, and he said, "You know, Roundup won't kill that." Yeah. He said I'm afraid it will Roundup and it won't kill it. Well. That's that's a good declaration for a, a weedy ground cover, which that horse herb is. And you can mow it. If you mow it, it looks oh, nice. Oh, yeah. We, did have, you, we did, had some. We don't have any right now. Did you uh, have a chance to... Neil Sperry did a good, really good job of uh, um, describing the Roundup situation to glyphosate. Oh, did he? Yeah, it's a really... Yeah, it's, it surprised me a little bit. It's kind of a kind of a bold, uh, <laughs> you know. This is this is uh, yes. The Roundup has been, has has some controversy involved with it, but this is why it works and how it works, and you can make these choices. It's kind of it's really a nice column. I like I like it a lot. Hey, it's we need. A, it's in uh, question and answers. Here's yeah. Okay. All right. You look for that for a second. I'm going to tell people and remind you the San Antonio water system wants you to know that we are in stage two water restrictions because of the drought. So that means you can water, but you can water uh, on your watering day. That you'll find that at saws.org forward slash stage two. Or if you call the show, I'll tell you when your watering day is. It all depends on what your address ends with. Uh, but you can water between 7 and 11 a.m. and 7 to 11 p.m. Jerry's suggestion, and I was thinking about it yesterday, was so that you don't go over your watering time on your watering day. If you've got a sprinkler, you may want to get a timer. Uh, Jerry says he tends to be a little forgetful. So, <laughs> and, and, so and, and, and maybe, I'm not saying, but it's possible without that timer, he could water from 7 a.m. to 11 p.m. Uh, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> the neighbors would get watered. Everybody would get watered <laughs> from Jerry. But I'm, 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 it puts your mind at ease to have that time. Knowing it's going to, yeah. I bet you you could actually set it to do two different times. To come not back mine. on. Oh, not yours? Okay. Mine costs nine dollars, and so there's it's a cup, couple reasons. That's, that's okay. There's a couple <laughs> reasons this is serious. One is because it's important that we uh, stay in stage two. Don't go to stage three. It's important for the pipes and the infrastructure for saws and for you. Uh, it's important to San Antonio uh, for your neighbors, to everybody, to kind of be a part of this. And it's important so you don't get fined because SAWS is being more assertive and giving out, being stricter on uh, fine enforcement. I like to, I, I like to, uh, I like it when you remind everybody too that the that this process to develop these stage mm-hmm. two restrictions and the compromises they are in fact compromises oh, with. A lot of input from citizens. Lots of opportunities if you want to participate in the decision-making process. Oh, that's cool too. Yeah, and so, so when you when you make decisions the way we've done it in San Antonio, you you've got really got a responsibility to fulfill the, the decisions too. Um, you know, it's just that's uh, what makes it so effective and it also makes it San Antonio an example mm-hmm. you know and I, yeah. I, always, yes. I always like to mention too that 
our industry, our landscape industry is involved, our, our, all our gardeners, our volunteers, uh, elected officials. And other cities do copy it that have now, yep. we were ahead of the game. Who was in charge of the conservation department? Can you remember? No. I don't know. Either. I think he died. <laughs> <laughs> he passed, Smith. No, he hasn't. He's sitting on the right-hand side of your radio. Calvin was, th- did you start all that? Well, no. Or was it started hard. and then you got there? I, I think it was started, I mean, we had some uh, far-seeing uh, uh, elected officials, and we had mm-hmm. we had all, all representatives of those those different industries and interests that were that realized before I got there that we had to have come up with yeah. some kind of compromise, and so we just just kind of fell into <laughs> the place. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't always easy. I mean, Jerry Jerry and I tease about the <laughs> some of the meetings we. Oh, uh, it was funny. We it had. was fun to watch Calvin go up to the mic. Oh, I, I boo and throw fruit and. Tomatoes, Calvin, and yeah, bananas, and heard it. They wouldn't let me create a uh, <laughs> enforcement group. Uh, <laughs> oh. and, and yeah, no. But I was, I was in the back, riling the. Yeah, that was nice. Riling yeah. the group up, and Calvin was trying to yeah. settle them down. Up front. Calvin, you, did you see Jerry was? When why is Jerry selling rotten fruit? Uh. What is he doing? That's <laughs> hey. your rotten fruit here. Hey, I did see him giggling back yeah, there. Probably. <laughs> no, but it's cool. So be uh, a part of it. we got to take a break. Uh, back in a moment. Sorry. Uh, On 930 uh, AM, uh, the answer. Autumn in New York. Why does it seem so? Milberger's Gardening, South Texas, and autumn in San Antonio means it's time to plant. Fall is for planting. We always talk about trees, but why don't you pick yourself up the tree hugger sprinkler to make sure those trees, especially since there's been a little lack of rain, uh, can uh, have the best chance of doing well. A little lack of rain? Yeah, I'm being... uh, uh, it's the worst it's sort of drought an under, in under, history method. It's sort of an understatement. Since it, since we are, according to Jerry, in the worst drought in history. Yeah, so I don't know. Fall that, is generally. That's right. Is it really? It's been declared the worst oh, drought. Okay. In, worse than the one back in the 20s or whatever. Wow. Everybody used to. Okay, so. Yeah. That, that, that even gives you more reason to be efficient and effective with your watering. So there the tree go. hugger sprinkler will help you. The tree hugger sprinkler is unique hard plastic design with a hinge on it, so it opens up, and then you close it around the tree, and then no, it doesn't sound like that. It just <laughs> kind of goes. Got a place sh- to put the oil? You know uh, how the, sometimes that. No, no, well, that, that's, Al, that's Al's tree hugger sprinkler <laughs> that makes that noise. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So, you, and then you can turn it on a little bit. Uh, there's a valve on there uh, to do the, the root ball. You can turn it on a lot to get the uh, the drip line and everything in between. That's what Al's yeah. would sound like. We, we gave Al one of the it old ones. It sounds like a haunted house, though. It does yeah. sound like a haunted house. We gave Al one of the old ones before they made them plastic. But, uh, yeah, and it works really well. Uh, and uh, you can get it here at Millburgers. There are three different sizes, so it depends on your tree 
uh, stump there, or your tree trunk there. Uh, <laughs> 7, 15, 11, and 15-inch. And you'll find them here at, eight, at Millburgers, and you'll find them at HEB, too. Okay. So, so all right, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Calvin, I thought of that name of that guy we were trying to think of. Yet, was that yesterday? Paxton Smith. Oh, oh yeah. Paxton. Yeah, he was a he was a doc, He is a doctor. Yeah, yeah. and th- a good and a good gardener. Yeah, yeah, very good. But I, th- I think he's, sure a good doctor. I think he's passed. Don't no, he really? hasn't. Stop it. Are you sure? Yeah, he hasn't called us. But uh, stop, stop declaring yeah. people gone. <laughs> I tends to I tends to make them angry. <laughs> well, that'll get him to call in. Maybe it will. Paxton, yeah, he, call he, us and tell us you're okay. He was a doctor. He is a doctor. Yeah. Regardless of Jen. the situation. Thank and you. Uh, he it took Greg Grant's tonsils out. Oh hey. wow. Yeah, he was his with doctor. Grant's permission, right? Yeah. With Greg's yeah, permission. Yeah. yeah. And it 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 pretty well took care of Greg Grant for about a week or ten days. Uh, you know, he was living alone, so oh, no. we had to take him into our house and put him in a recliner in the living room till he recuperated. Okay. but uh, That was nice of you not just put him in the attic. There you go. Close the door and you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, we still hear him squeaking just, in there. Yeah, <laughs> just just bang on the, the ceiling when you need a little something. Well, yeah. this is this the same Greg Grant that uh, uh, Neil wrote about in the, in his book? Article yesterday too. Yeah, yeah, same one. Yeah, Greg. He wrote about you and Greg, Greg Grant, and. Uh, well, I'm going to mention that in a minute. And uh, oh gosh, but uh, that was nice. I can't, I can't remember the. Uh, uh, the first, the person in Dallas that was George, Steve says, George, Steve, Steve George, the yeah. one that you irritated about Chinese pastel. Yeah. Didn't uh, they, you were kind of right. I hate to admit it, but uh, <laughs> I'm getting the feeling that there are a lot of sensitive people where you work. Oh, where you worked. Oh, Every story has somebody's feelings being uh. hurt <laughs> or somebody getting upset. Well, plants are not. Uh, <laughs> doesn't uh, seem like they're controversial. Everybody as doesn't like. The well, same you don't plant. all. You don't don't always have the the time. Uh, to to do the do the research that might be involved, and you have to draw some conclusions. And uh, I think almost, you know, you know about us criticizing some of those uh, the other <laughs> horticultures. Yeah. But they they also criticized us, Milton too. Oh, on, not on, me. On, on on issues too. Not me. Well, not as far as you know. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I mean, it's just it's it's uh, legitimate. Well. And uh, not that's legitimate, a, that's, but if it's me, it's a it's a char- characteristic <laughs> of solid, solid science too. If you're yeah. okay, if you're not overly sensitive to that, <laughs> and if you draw if you draw conclusions and there's uh, room for discussion and uh, disagreement, then you got to deal with it. Okay. It just every story just don't that, do it to us. Maybe it's the individual we're talking about because every one of Jerry's stories has someone being upset and offended. <laughs> but he was throwing you under the bus for that one. Well, right. we're uh, Chinese pistache. We have to. We take those criticisms uh, and see if they're legitimate. All right. I mean, uh, you know, and of course, the person that's promoting that particular plant. 
don't want any criticisms around about the plant. And uh, there's no plant, no plant that's perfect, except horse herd. <laughs> All right, Bud is on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey there, Bud. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing? Hello. Hey. Well, how can we help you, Bud? What's happening? Uh, uh, I want to ask a little bit about um, acorn germination. I, uh, I have acorns from a heritage oak. And I, I put them in a little dish of water. And then when they germinate, the uh, tip will split open. And if uh, they're very, very active within a day, day and a half. 8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. And um, I was going to ask you something else, but I forgot what it was. Good. Uh, All right. Well, we'll, we'll <laughs> pick a pick a quick topic because when, when I Bud will no doubt come back. Okay. Uh, Hello. There's Bud. Hello, Bud. Where'd you go? Can you hear me, Bud? Oh, uh, Bud. Yeah, I, 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 can I've you hear me? Talking, uh, yeah. Bud. Okay, you hear stop me? It. <laughs> yes, we can. We can hear you now, Bud. I love to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, yes. I, 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 I was I was talking, and. Uh, we couldn't wasn't, hear you. Wasn't, wasn't hearing anything from y'all, and then all of a sudden y'all were talking about some some kind of situation or something. <laughs> yeah. All right, quick before we lose you again, bud. Uh, <laughs> what's going What's on? Um, acorn germination. Acorns. I, I, I take the acorns and put them in a uh, a little dish of water, and if they're going to germinate, the uh, tip will crack open. Yep. And maybe within a day or day and a half, a piece of white flesh comes out. I'll refer to that as the tail. There you go. Uh, Radical. Is 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 that tail the root or is it the stem? It's the stem. No, let's see. You two an acorn, it comes out. The root, root comes out first. I don't know. Start, I can't, start I can't growing remember. deep. And then it pushes up a, a stem, a top. That's the way I've always understood it, you know, from looking what 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 it does. Yeah, that's well, that that that's the way it does. Uh, the the you do you good good man to uh, test their germination like that. And one, once you see that uh, white root going down. Uh, you can put them in a container or something, grow a little while, grow them a little while in a container, and then put them in their permanent location. Remind us of uh, the difference between uh, red oaks and white oaks in terms of the germination. Isn't uh, one of them uh, have to be stratified? Yeah, one of one of them germinates. The white the white oak germinates in the first year here yeah. at the first winter. Yeah, doesn't doesn't even need to be stratified. Uh, and then the the other the red oak uh, takes more than one year. Maybe so. Yeah. Yeah. Now um, the the uh, the germinated nut, as I described it to you. Yeah. It, it's got this little tail sticking out on it. Radical, it's called. Uh, radical. R- okay. Yeah. R D C L E. Uh. When I when I put that in a starter pot, 
do I uh, just lay it on top of the soil, or do I just barely cover it to where the uh, radical, you can't see it, but you can see the uh, round the t- top, top yeah. of the uh, nut? Yeah, that's what you do. Are you an Aggie? Uh, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's different if you're an Aggie. You know, oh, please. <laughs> no. <laughs> And if, well, you're, they're, they're uh, not, if you're not sure that uh, that I'm right, you can lay it sideways. Yeah, they're not very fussy. Well, no, that, that, that's, that's what Once I they do. started to germinate. Yeah, that's what the squirrels I, 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 do. I just lay it. Yeah. I, in other words, believing that's part of the root, I don't stick that part down in and then barely cover up the whole nut. No, I, no. I just lay the nut on the soft, moistened. Uh, right, right. Yeah, there uh, you go. And uh, the radical will go down. Do you know roots go down, Milton? No. Oh. And uh, and then it'll send out a, a top. I forget what yeah. that's called. Roughly how long before I see the top, which would be the stem or trunk? Um, if it kept in a warm condition, if they just put outside in a container or something, and uh, but if they're kept in room temperature uh, within... Three weeks. I'll give it three weeks. I don't know exact for sure. But uh, once that radical comes out and you keep the moisture to it, it's going to put the top out. Yeah. Put the uh, top one out. Well, I keep these in my garage because there's so many critters on the yeah. outside. Oh, yeah. And and uh, I, uh, I really don't need to put them available to the sun until... That uh, no. stamp Uh-oh. comes out. Yeah, yeah. So that, that's uh, why I prefer to do it in the garage. What What will happen is uh, if you keep them in the shade, that top growth will be spindly, kind of like tomatoes if you grow them in the shade or inside. Yeah, in no. The kitchen once, once, window. once the top part comes out and it shows any kind of green, yeah, uh, I, I I I do make sure they get sun. Yeah. There you go. You do okay. it right. Thanks a lot, hey, Bud. Bud, before you go away, because I know you're a good gardener, we're going to let you uh, help other gardeners, too. So did you hear our, my kind of background topic today, uh, plants that you would suggest to someone who says they have a black thumb? We've got purple heart, larkspur, blue plumbago, firebush, mountain laurel, vinca. So if someone were to say to you, Bud, uh, I can't grow anything, uh, i got a black thumb. But I'd like to, but, you know, it's just not going to happen. Would you? What would you say? Is there one plant that you would say, you know what, go to the nursery today, get this, you can't kill it? Uh, I know. The one, the one that is sometimes called traveling Jew? Yeah, that's the purple heart. Yep, the purple wandering heart, Jew. Purple heart. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Because, uh, I, I've never had it, but I've heard about it so much. And, <laughs> and, and I have been in some people's yards where they have it. Uh, well, that's and, all you need, son. Just yeah. bend over, break <laughs> off a little space. Uh, section of it and they'll be glad that you did it because it'll make the bush thicker oh wow and it's, it's a win-win it's a win-win okay cool thanks bud okay y'all have a good right. day we have two Bye. votes for purple heart yeah all right 210-308-8867 is our number we are going to take a break and while we do you give us a call 210-308-8867 more of Millburgers gardening south texas coming up on 9 30 a.m the answer Not 
Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The answer, well, in San Antonio, autumn's not that cold, but it'll be nice relief. But the importance of that is those insects and stuff are still happy. In fact, yeah, mosquitoes are still buzzing. (laughs) Uh, If you go outside, there's still lots of activity. So the roaches, the ants, the fleas, all that stuff, they're still out there. And Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control can be your friend in helping you get rid of those and taking care of them and keeping your home pest-free. He does this for uh, commercial things as well, and they they have to do it. To get their livelihood, they've got to call somebody that they know will work. And I've heard too many stories from people who've used Spider-Man where he was the, the, the final guy they called because he was the one they called that got the job done. Mm-hmm. So call him the first time. Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control. Warren Remy has been doing this for a long time, since 1976, which only seems like it was yesterday, but (laughs) apparently it was many years ago. And uh, you can call him at 210-656-3721. That's 210-656-3721. And, uh, yeah, he'll take care of you. Read the reviews online, too, at GoSpiderManPest.com or Google Reviews, and you'll see that people really love working with him. Spider-Man termite and pest control go spidermanpest.com all right 210-308-8867 210-308-8867 and yep. the good news is he's got the good stuff he's got everything you know you, if you want to wimpy home one of see he will oh I, I want it to be organic so it won't hurt my pet yeah, but he's got a, He's got. He will tell you. I want, he will talk with you and discuss. I want one of those that knock the fleas off the pet. Yeah, just just when he, when he walks in the door <laughs> holding the bottle, the fleas just go scram. But uh, actually, uh, he's got a lot of. It's fun talking to him about organics because uh, he does have some great organics that work great. I know you don't want them. But yeah, no, no, he does. <laughs> so he can talk to you about organics too, uh, and that's the nice thing too is that he'll discuss the limitations. Of both, uh, yeah, he's the he's the person we talk to. Uh, yep, those of us that are uh, on supporting the uh, Monarch initiative oh, yep, yep. and trying trying to deal with the spaghetti uh, the mosquito problem <laughs> without uh, right. uh, hurting the Monarch. Yeah, being very selective, yeah. yeah. And he's got that into care system. Yeah, he's he's into it and he does the research and. Oh, well, um, he really does. In fact, that's that's the cool thing is. Whenever Spider-Man comes back from a convention, Warren is like, oh, man, we learned this and learned this and learned this. And I was telling people about this. They hadn't heard that. And San Antonio's like leading the way. And, and so, yep, Warren knows his stuff. Uh, he, have, have y'all, have you uh, put forth the idea to capture all the queens so they won't be laying on milkweed? No, I'm Y'all afraid need to not. Put, you need th- to put that I forward. Think, I think you, you may. Because they're taking up space that, uh, the, that the monarchs could use. I think you may be alone on that. What? All right. 210-308-8867. Trap them in. 210-308-8867. If you don't want to kill them, you can whisper to them. No, that, that sends they have the same effect, which is <laughs> All right. 210-308-8867. Okay. I got... Uh, you know, Calvin writes good article every week. What? This is the first time hearing of Question it. Question and answer, too. Uh-huh. And uh, so I used to do that for the light back when we had a newspaper. But uh, the I, 
ever, ever since uh, we got into this drought condition, we've been, I've been getting uh, uh, write-ups uh, from people, uh, horticulturists all over the state. I've got, uh, and I've got them on plantanswers.com on the topics of the month. And uh, we've been talking about smart watering and deep watering to save plants. Okay. And I got the permission to use some of Neil Spears' quotes. He's been writing about it for yeah, several months. And uh, denial of droughts will not save plants. In other words, if you're denying that we're in the worst drought in history, you had better have been watered. And... Uh, even uh, Jeremy, my son's got a, a sign, got a song on 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 that uh, on those articles. It says no rain in two eleven. Texas worst drought in history. He was talking about the drought of two eleven. Yeah. So it wasn't the worst drought in history. And then we talk about. Uh, what is an article on what is drought and drought stress and a list of drought tolerant plants for texas and uh dr- drought tolerant is plant establishment and deep watering during a drought so we've written all those uh put together all those articles and uh it dawned on me this beginning of this week i said we Obviously, people are not, probably a lot of people are not reading those articles, and they're letting their plants die. Uh, And so, rather than writing an article this week, for this week, I put out a warning. And uh, the warning's on the front page uh, of plantanswers.com. Says Texas is in the worst drought in history, and history is capitalized. Several of us have been warning folks about how to save their precious plant material. See information on topics of the month, which I just read, uh, in the adjoining section. Some of you decided to wait for the rain. Uh, say, well... You know, uh, and hoping that two-tenths and one-tenth and all that stuff would be enough. So uh, I got a little message from uh, singer Tanya Tucker. To do the right thing now. There you go. Tanya's got it down. She knows her gardening. <laughs> <laughs> I am predicting oh, no. that those of you who do not water will be losing plants for the next two years. Mm. Two to three years. Because once that thing dries down completely, uh, uh, the plant is on its way out. Mm. Uh, and uh, you say, well, <laughs> I'll start watering now that I know it's the worst drought in history. But like Tanya says, it's a little too late to do the right thing now. <laughs> well, it's a little too late 
right thing down. There you go. All right. I agree with that. But uh, you can try. You can try to uh, hydrate them and hope they'll come back. But I've got a feeling that uh, that they're not coming back. Okay. Now, uh, I was talking to Dr. Larry Stein the other day, and he said pecan orchards that were planted on uh, undesirable soil mixes, uh, undesirable locations, in other words, where they couldn't get roots deep and uh, they were dependent on supplemental water, are dying, all of them. Wow. All the trees are dying. And, of course, uh, he's watering, but uh, and ki- his trees are staying alive, of course, but uh, the nut's going to be smaller. Yeah, you said that. And, um, and so uh, it's a bad situation. And uh, the interesting thing about it is Neil Sperry is getting more uh, pictures and, and uh, questions about Holly's diet. The hollies. Oh yeah, diet. yeah. And you know we <laughs> we love hollies, but uh, they send in pictures of half the plants dying. Uh, the plants on the end of the end of the row is dying. End of the planting is dying. Uh, on and on and on. When holly dies, you got troubles, because that's <laughs> that's a, a native. And uh, one of the toughest uh, plant materials that we can put on a landscape has very little, very few problems with it, if any. So uh, when they start showing dropping leaves, yellowing leaves, uh, strange things happening to their leaves, that plant's on the way out. So Tanya's got it right. Okay. What did she say? <laughs> Sing it for us, Jerry. All right. 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. All right. Give us a call. You know that she break. says all my friends um, All my buds are. Yeah, trying to help. Help me out. <laughs> yes, sir. Well, I wonder if that's, I mean, I mean it is a, uh, it seems like if that, that was the case, we should have we should have had some kind of campaign that started earlier <laughs> about, uh, you know, the, the potential problem and then mounting an effort to, you know, to uh, protect our plants and, sur- and have them survive. You know, it's kind of like when we're talking about your... Uh, uh, stage two, mm-hmm. the idea, the idea there, the basis for that stage two water restrictions is that you can keep your, that you've got enough flexibility and access to enough water to keep yeah, your to, plants. Alive, if you're responsible, yeah. keep your plants alive. You know, and of course, it's a lot different from a pecan orchard to a yeah. backyard uh, lemon and a lime, but uh, yeah. but there, but there is. Uh, you know, the, the, there there is a potential to assess your plants, and then mount, then figure out a, a campaign to, based on stage two or whatever, to to keep them alive. 
Man. Yeah, the key seems to be to be diligent and very efficient. So, you know, if you're water, but, you know, use your day, hand water when you can, which is fine. And the petunia? And, and hand watering is every day, right? She said it's trailing. Oh, yeah. yeah but, you're, yeah, you want to. You can hand water every day, but, yeah, yeah. but you want to, you know. So, yeah. It's, I think, uh, yeah, I think maybe it would be. Would be we need to assess uh, Jerry's um, kind of negative outlook on that. Well, and, and it, I know that when he's talked about Holly in the past, if you've taken care of it during all this, but yeah, but Holly, he mentioned Holly is a native plant. It's not. Oh, okay. One, you know, oh. the, one, one or more of them, you know, the yopon is, but not the other. Oh, okay. So, so I mean, there's just a lot of the, we, we uh, at this point we. We could uh, should make some kind of a probably should make some kind of analysis of, of okay. this, this situation. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer, Calvin, I know it was important what we were talking about. We ran right up against the uh, clock, so we had to go to the news. It's a, it was a hard break. Uh, Jerry, it's okay. Don't say anything okay. on the hard break. Okay. Uh, did you finish what you wanted to say? or? Well, no, I was just kind of, uh, uh, we were d- discussing Jerry's uh, conclusions there, and uh, my contention is that maybe, may- maybe we should, uh, before we draw the conclusion, we should... Uh, do a little more analysis on on what state plants are in now, and then see and you know assess what options exist. I, I I'm not as negative about it as, or as uh, Positive ne- negative about as about, uh, about it as Jerry, Jerry is. I think I got go. more hope there than than he uh, indicates in his presentation. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, you call us, and we'll we'll give you some more. Information. That infor- if you've got if you've got something you want to know. That information or- was done <clears throat> on, in two th- two thousand eleven. Denial of droughts will not save plants. Now I went around and took pictures of plants drying up, dying out. But a lot of plants did survive two thousand eleven. Yeah, I don't want to give people yeah. the impression that it's gone to heck and that's it just give up lock the doors and okay uh, <laughs> yeah, well and it didn't make and makes it uh we'll see is it yeah. is it reasonable to continue to you know what what kind of practices should you continue yeah should you be worried about pl- planting a vegetable garden or mm-hmm. you, should, uh, you know there's there's a lot of those kind of decisions and issues mm. you have to address yeah, do you know, know how many uh, articles Neil Sperry has written on this drought thing coming? But Neil's not saying that. Yes, he is. Neil's saying just give up. Yeah, well, not, not give up. He said he's been trying to get people to water. Okay. And telling them these plants that are people are sending in that are dying, Holly included, are because of drought. Okay, well, but so, he's encouraging them to water and... No. Yeah, you just said he was. I'm confused. <laughs> okay, well let's. Well, if they have, if they're unwatered and the plants showing dying symptoms, 
it is too late. We'll see. We'll see. All right. We're going to go to Center, Alabama right now. Oh, no. We've got my mother-in-law on the line. All right. Jerry wanted to ask you some questions. Hi, Adette. How well, are you hello, doing? hello, Jerry. I'm doing good. Long time no talk to. <laughs> what, you, what you know, Adette? Are well, you getting any? Are you getting uh, any rain in Alabama? Day here, beautiful day, and a friend and I are sitting under a pavilion at a picnic table and just had our lunch. Oh, <laughs> where are you having a picnic? We, just, we left church and picked up a chicken lunch. There you go. Nice. <laughs> Can't beat those chickens from. Wish we were there. <laughs> well, well, I wish well, you was here too. Yeah. <laughs> what we're calling about is. Months ago, I told Milton. I forgot to tell you that. Uh, to, to request that you send us some seed of uh, your coxcomb, your, uh, the brain coxcomb, the red one, that yeah. everybody everybody has and has had for 100 years. Well, I'll, <laughs> uh, I'll get some seed from them. They're still blooming. And they, uh, they're, they're, some of them are forming seed, but I'll send you some. Okay, you know how to collect the seed? Well, uh, <laughs> there are thousands and thousands of them, and when uh, when they turn to seed, oh head, yeah, they, yeah, I mean they just they produce a lot of seed, and they'll just fall right back out and reseed themselves. There you go. And so to collect, I'll never have to co- plant them. <laughs> no. Collect co- to collect the seed. All you do is uh, cut the plant off. Uh, below the brain <laughs> and uh hang it hang it up somewhere upside down and then put a uh, uh something to catch the seed under it yeah and a, and a lot of people use those things as in dried uh flower arrangements yeah oh that'd be nice but they uh <laughs> one of the problems they have is it drops a bunch of seed <laughs> when it uh, dries they out they do but we yeah. want them to drop seed if we're saving seed. Well, I can send you uh, plenty of seed. And I've got some that's like, uh, some people call them princess feathers. They're uh, um, they're not like a cone, but they just put up the little feathery-like um, flowers. And, and they're more delicate-looking. And I don't have my, some years I had really large cones on the, the cox cones, but I guess I didn't, uh, I Bunch pulled of, up my There plant. she is. Yeah. You All still right. hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah you it, came back. I don't know what happened to you. Me? We lost you for a second. I think Milton well, did I'm that on purpose. In the same place. I haven't got you. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're okay. I'm going to get out from under this pavilion, and you may hear me better. No, no you, I think you're there's good. something else happening. You're, you're okay. We can hear you loud and clear. We got a caller from Center, okay. Alabama. But, <laughs> um, but anyway, I, I have some uh, yellow ones, too, that have are in my uh, flowers. Yeah, and I was going to ask you. I'll send you some yellow. There you go. I'd appreciate that. All right. Well, this is going to be fun. I'll certainly certainly get you some and put them in a bag, and when they get ready uh, to send to you, I'll mail them. You, you're a good one. Don't don't well, don't, don't so. depend don't depend on Milton to g- g- remember for you. Okay. No, you'll have to remember. Well, you'll just <laughs> have to get my number and call me. 
There you go. Yeah. Uh, send me a text and request. No, I'll you send go. you a text. What else are you growing, Adele? Okay. Pardon? Are, what else are you growing? Because you're a good gardener. Well, uh, a house. Well, I didn't grow any uh, any kind of vegetables this year. Because last year I spent a lot of money and time and uh, fixed my raised beds and planted tomatoes and cucumbers, squash, and uh, okra. And that okra you sent me, it didn't make. But uh, anyway, uh, my tomatoes all got this, um, I don't know, they, the leaves just curled on them. Yeah, and they did, didn't make. Did it, uh, did it. Did you did you, did it rain over there? Was it a rainy year or was it a dry no, year? No, this year has been rainy, but I tried to uh, keep them watered enough that you know they didn't wilt or anything. Yeah, yeah. But I I put on Facebook asking if anyone knew what to do for them, and a good many people said they were having the same problem with their plant. Yeah, I bet it too much rain may have been yeah. but anyway this year i decided i was any yeah uh, any vegetables i just buy them from people there and you go so I, i've got uh cosmos and um coxcombs there you and go sunflowers and so i just look out my little kitchen <laughs> uh, nook area and i can see all those pretty flowers yeah that cosmos is a, a good plant both in texas yes, sir, and, and over there yeah, Calvin's very showy. It, it it's in there. Early. It's Cosmos is in all the wildflower mixes. Oh, I'll have to share some of my mix with the dead. Will it work? What mix? She could do it. Oh, yeah. Cosmos. Uh, we have a uh, we have a little mix of wildflowers. I'll send you some. Good deal. All right. Thank you very much. Well, well, thank you, Adette. We'll yeah. talk to you soon. Well, you're you're welcome, and uh, you all have a blessed rest of the day. And and you can call any time you want to, and I can give okay. you a weather report. <laughs> <laughs> We're in the low 80s, and uh, had just a little shower this morning before I got up. I think she's and rubbing tomorrow, it in, Milton. Yeah. Tomorrow we're to have a little bit of rain, but it's, it's uh, not much. It's been pretty dry for the last two or three weeks. Uh, it's so bad here, Dad. I haven't even taken a shower. Uh -oh. oh my goodness! Bill, <laughs> that's what I'm smelling. Then you, you don't want her. You don't want him to come see you there. Stay, no, stay down, please. I thought it was a garbage can over here near yeah. where I'm standing, but it's Milton. <laughs> it is. It's that bad. The drought is that the, bad. I believe the wind is coming out of the. Uh, out oh of the no! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Adet. Thank you. Well, you're welcome. We'll, and, we'll talk uh, to you soon. Talk both of you. And All right. Okay. Your mother-in-law loves you. Yeah, love Wait you too, It, it takes right, a mother-in-law to love Milton. <laughs> bye, well, I'll tell you what. Uh, what? I do. So, uh, so you I'm think, fortunate You think that's one of the best uh, decisions your daughter ever made? Well, sure. Oh, okay. Yeah, thank you, Adette. Well, <laughs> she has no choice but to say that. I think that was the wisest decision she ever made. Okay. I thought maybe she, yeah. she would say. That's a wise that, is, is that still Milton? Oh, they're a perfect match. Thank you, Adette. We agree with you. 
<laughs> well, I'm All right. glad. Okay, we'll talk to you soon. Talk to both of you, and bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. All right, 210-308-8867. That's fun. James is on the line. Like a debt, but different. Hi, James. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Hang on. What's going on? Uh, hey, listen. Uh, I thought maybe y'all lost me there. Uh, anyway, I'm glad I'm back on. I'm on. Hey, uh, Oxford Lily, first one bloomed on Wednesday. Um, oh. I thought it was late. I thought it was late, especially since Calvin said his had been blooming a while. At least I thought that's what I heard. Uh, oh, yeah. But the, yeah. The, I had two two small patches, one in the front yard and one in the back. And the ones in the back are the ones I dug last year and gave away. Um, none of those have popped up from the ground. So I hope Dr. Parsons is right when he says you can't dig them all. No, you can't. All right, I, 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 well, I'm hoping those come up soon. <laughs> yeah. Well, they they needed they need some uh, some pretty significant rains to bring them up. Yeah, Moisture. I know what I did. What I did, I put where where they're at. The ones that haven't come up, I put the sprinkler on them for a couple of hours earlier this week. Will that oh, will that okay. encourage them? Will that yes. encourage oh, them? Yeah. Them? Yes, it will. That's okay. where. Uh, sure. uh, your uh, sprinkler would work oh, real yeah, well. Oh, yeah, the uh, the tree hugger. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because it, be, it would be a nice deep watering without much effort. That's yeah, good. You could cover cover the whole oh, I'm going to do bed. that. Because, James, okay. you gave me some okay. oxblood lily bulbs, right? Was That that was you, right? Yes. I brought a bucket up there to y'all. Yeah. Uh, was it early mine, in the spring, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. mine still are, haven't come up yet, but maybe I'll give them a good thorough oh. watering. Okay, maybe that's it. It's been really, really dry, as y'all know. Okay, the second thing, I actually have three if I can. I'll try to hurry up here. The You're second okay. one I called y'all a couple of weeks ago about a plant, I think is called Coma. Y'all weren't sure about it, so I did reach out to the extension agent in my county, Atascosa, sent him five photos, uh, called him first, sent him five photos, hadn't heard back, finally called him back, got a call back, and they, this one... He said he's the extension agent. He wanted to call it a bromelia or something like that, but he wasn't sure. Um, he's just going by the photo. I don't think that's correct because I've done a lot more research. He said if I wanted to, um, he, he didn't offer to come out. I could send some in to the A&M Research Center, wherever that is. Um, is there anything short of that I can get an identification on this thing? Now, Bromelia, the, the the tree. Um, let's see, there's got to be somebody cl- pretty close that's uh, real knowledgeable. Um, gum, gum Bromelia. Oh, is what he Mark Peterson. Gum Bromelia. Dumb Bromelia. D U M B. Yeah, that's what he. Yeah. G. Uh, <laughs> like chewing gum, and then boom. Oh, gum. D U M E L I A. I think is what we came one, back ra- on the one, one ra- way to do that maybe if you sent uh, us a, a picture of it, and then Mark could look at the next time he comes. You want to send me a picture, and I'll send it to everybody. I can send you the same five photos I sent the extension agent um, when I get home. Okay. Or later today or tomorrow, I can call yeah, you next uh, yeah, week. Yeah. Mark, Mark will be able to identify it. Bumelia. Okay, that, that's a common. Yeah, yeah it's I, a I common it's, native plant. Yeah, I think it's more the coma, um, but he wasn't sure either from the photos. Um, the last one I have was I have one celebrity tomato 
and I know it's getting late. It's in full bloom. It doesn't have not one tomato on it. I'm sure because of the heat. Is is it? Is there any hope for it? <laughs> what is what is what is variety? Celebrity, the best one. Oh oh yeah. I would just let it keep going though. Cause yeah. Keep cause it, it keep it watered and uh, and it, when that yeah, I'm cool, cool front comes through uh, Tuesday evening. Yeah, there's an amazing response to those. Oh, you know, yeah. We've, uh, yeah, over the years, we've noticed that. Well, that's what I was wondering. The, the weather guy on TV was talking about a cold front, and then he showed the forecast. is going to be in the 90s all week. So I'm hoping it's enough to trigger some fruit set because it's getting awfully late. I well, believe. Jerry Jerry reminded us, though, that the 90s, the high is still up there, but the low is down there at the low 60s, 60s yeah, yeah. Low which was good. Uh, Wednesday. Yeah. That, which is a, that makes a big difference. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. So I'll just keep keep going at it, and I'll send you those. those who do I send them to? To Milton, I think. Yeah, I, just Milton yeah. at klup dot com. Uh oh, you still there, James? All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Marty is on the line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hey there, Marty. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? All right. Thank you guys for taking my call. I appreciate Good. it. Hey, Trace is here. You, Trace, you want to help Marty, too? What's going on, Marty? <laughs> yeah, I, was, I, I, too, I can tell the effects of the drought because uh, I, I got some uh, ruby crushed tomatoes finally, and they're just now beginning to bloom. Wow. More often than not, they would have you know, had, probably had bloomed and have some fruit, but they're just not blooming here. I just checked them. And uh, I think when we finally have some tomatoes, I was, I was kind of wondering, wondering if we were in the aircraft and we water and water and water and fertilize it with Osmocote. But it was struggling, but finally it looks like it's going to pull through. My Rio Grande Gold is looking real good. It, it, it's re- really pretty and, and nice. Good. But my, but, my, but my tomatoes, that's when I was sweating. I said, I didn't think I was gonna, they were going to make it, but hope, thank the God, it looks like they are. Yeah. I, th- I, th- I think you've got, still got time. Yeah, the, yeah, some some gardeners are starting to harvest Ruby Crush. I yeah, know. didn't you say yours are? I'm harvesting. They're bigger, the bigger. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're they're the right size, and uh, there's a lot of fruit on them. Yeah, yeah, on the uh, plants. Well, this is. Would there be what, what would there be a, a chance that I could plant some uh, some radishes? Oh yeah, yeah. My, I plant the radishes. They're starting. To come, <laughs> they're coming up. It's in yeah, fact, okay. it's the only thing that's come up in, with seeds so far. Yeah, if you plant them and they mature during this hot weather, hopefully uh-huh. that cool weather stay pretty steady. But okay. uh, they'll be hot. They'll be t- uh, tough to eat. I mean, they'll be uh, this, hot. Uh, this they're, is uh, this r- is spoken by a guy that doesn't even <laughs> like them when they're mild. You know? <laughs> right? But uh, anyway, the. Uh, uh, as you plant them, you can plant some now, and they'll come up now in hot wet, hot soil. But okay. uh, the ones you plant a little bit later, I, w- I was in looking at the seed racks a while ago here in Millburgers, and uh-huh. <laughs> and a, a, a person, a little, little child, was uh, telling her mother that right. uh, she wanted to buy some carrot seed. Right. And the mother said, well, I'll, I'll get some later. And she said, the little girl said, I love carrots. I there love carrots. 
Now that, <laughs> when it's hot, uh, yeah. they're hard. They they might be a little slow to germinate. Oh yeah, they're, they're, I I planted some, but I haven't seen any <laughs> growth yet. So uh, again, you wait for wait for cool. So would you recommend okay. you plant some more uh, in about three to four weeks, and then wait another three or four weeks and plant yeah. some more? Yeah, that'll work. All the way to about the uh, end of January. Yeah, lettuce too. You can carry them right through the through the winter, like the vine. I have a question. I have a question on some of the stuff that Jerry likes. How about Brussels sprouts? Oh, no, they're they're hard to plant at this time of the year. Uh, I I think they'll die if it's going to get below zero. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, we, we had that had to freeze it killed all the citrus. I said, well, <laughs> uh, let's go out in the garden and see what's left. Guess what was left? The Brussels, Brussels sprouts. Down Brussels. All right. And, probably, yeah. and with your luck, probably kale. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kale and collards. <laughs> collards, yeah, collards, I, collards, Brussels yeah. sprouts. Yeah. Uh, cabbage are doing yeah. well. Uh, yeah, I do agree with, with the Dr. Finn. Uh, Luby's does have, have or did, I don't know if they still have, but they have some uh, wonderful salad made with kale. And that I agree. Oh, yeah. Who has a salad? Oh, Luby's Luby. has an outstanding salad that they make with kale. So I encourage everybody to try Toscana soup. Oh, yeah. You, and you said you liked the one. Oh, is Was it an Olive Garden? Olive Garden. Okay. And or my wife found a recipe and makes it oh. uh, soup. keto style. Yes. How do you put that again? Toscano? Like the... Toscano? Uh, oh, tos- like the uh, Italian yes. a- a territory? Yeah. yeah. Is that is that the brand of, of kale that it is? Or what, what no, kind no, of kale no, no. That, that's that's to put. I don't know, but it's good. No, so I think it's, it's just the name. It's the a name sausage, of soup. sausage potato, and kale soup. It's uh, oh man, that's that sounds good. Yeah, it does sound okay. good. Can you leave yeah. the kale out and just have sausage? No, and the, the kale gives it a wonderful <laughs> flavor <laughs> and <laughs> texture. There you go. The only drawback is it makes the drips go on your shirt as you take oh, the spoon no. to oh. <laughs> just, just don't wear, just don't wear a tie, and you'll be all right. <laughs> big, big apron. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you guys. I appreciate right. the info. Thank you. For Thanks, coming. Marty. Okay, you take bye-bye. care. And Al back at the station agrees with you. Good on the soup. All right. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. I think there is a kale called Toscano. There's a kale what? Called Toscano. Oh, maybe that's. I think so. Oh, maybe that's why it's called that. All right, we're going to look it up. I'll look it up during the break. we got to take a quick I break. Can you hang around a minute? I think, it's I that, think I have it. That yeah. scale, that kind of looks like a scale. Yep. All right, back in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. Milberger's Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The answer, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Hey, um, you want to play along on our little thing here we're doing? So we're, we're discussing, I've uh, I created a name for them, plants. This is our, 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 our kind of underlying theme today is... Um, Black thumb plants. 
So that one person that you have in your world that says, I can't grow anything, I got a black thumb. So are trying to pick plants like that you that were black thumb resistant, or as we used to call them, even Milton can grow them. Uh, we have purple heart, larkspur, blue plumbago, firebush, mountain laurel, and vinca so far. What do you think? So purple heart, did you see that? Yeah. Um, yeah. Firecracker fern, asparagus fern, foxtail fern. Oh, okay. Um, oh, the ferns. Well, got those fern those names. ferns. Okay. Um, I got fern in there. Uh-huh. <laughs> Plumeria for my wife. She can normally kill anything. Uh, oh, oh, but she can't kill plumeria. Plumeria? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because it's very forgiving when you forget to water it. Well, that's yeah. what. Yeah, and that's, that's what I was saying about vinca and or blue plumbago. We don't even. I mean, we just don't. We don't do anything. It and maybe water occasionally, and it still looks great. So yeah, yeah. I was trying to think of other plants that were. They've been. They've been down the hill there from in my yard for thirty years no. with no water. Nobody taking care of them. Sago palm. Oh, yeah, that's probably probably true. It's, I'm typing it's this almost, up. It's almost Milton proof. Almost. <laughs> it's hard to kiss goodbye. Yeah, there you go. And we know it'll take cold temperatures. <laughs> well, well, you yeah. can see. Many what, did. You can see what plants Milton has dealt with by just reviewing what's the remnants in his trail is in. The, the good. trail of tears of in the back of your car. Did you uh, mention Mexican petunia? Truck. Which one? Mexican petunia? No. Both yeah, dwarf true. and upright. Okay. That's true. That's a good one. And so it comes in pink and blue or yeah. purple or whatever they show. My wife's been really uh good with uh, blackfoot daisy. Oh wow. What? But that is a lot of people have trouble growing. Once, once it got going, she can't stop it. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, it probably, it's native, so uh, it probably, people will overwater it. Oh. Uh, Purslane, Portulaca, ice plant. Okay. They're all succulents, so the way to kill them is to overwater them. Yep. How about an indoor plant? Okay. You know, some indoor plants, Pothos ivy, almost indestructible. Okay. Is that that one that grows all over yeah, the house? All over the place. Uh, nephitis, which some people call arrowhead plant. It's got all kinds of little common names thrown at it. I think I had a had a part a part a patch on my shoulder of that nephitis. Yeah, I, I used a <laughs> neospore. Okay. ZZ plant. Zimmer callus, Zimmer folded, don't ask me to spell it. That's why everybody calls it ZZ plant. Okay. That's an indoor low light succulent. Oh. Do so we have all these? We have the ones I mentioned, yes. And, okay. and some other ones. That one, I've heard stories of six months between waterings. Wow. I've experienced three. So for people that go on vacation and they have to have people <laughs> come water their plants, there you go. Uh, that one would still be living, the odds are, by the time they got back. Is it a pretty plant? I think it's gorgeous. Really? Okay, cool. I'll have to look it up, too. What about Diefenbachia? That's one of my favorites. Um, I think it's easy, but it's it's uh, fairly easy to over or underwater. Oh, yeah, it? that's true. They seem to be. They were, we, we grew them in New Orleans. We had a nice one, and I killed it a couple times, and it came right back. <laughs> uh, Chris is on the line, so we'll, we'll jump to Chris right now at 210 308 8867. Hey, Chris, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Hey, guys, fine. Uh, I'm the uh, sumac guy. I called you all 
for the one and only time about a year ago, and you gave me all kind of heck over my sumac and said it was a weed. <laughs> I told you guys I loved it anyway. Uh, I, sell sum- about- I sell sumacs, <laughs> so I have a different opinion. <laughs> I love sumac. You get the fall color out. Mine are brilliant red, and they're beautiful. How long has it been planted? How long have you planted it, Superman? You know, they were on my place. I I moved to my dad's place after uh, he passed away. Okay. And, uh, God, I've got two fence lines probably with a couple of hundred feet of sumac down each fence line, and I love them. It's going to be pretty in the fall. uh, They're beautiful in the fall, but you got to be careful pruning them because they'll break you out like poison ivy. Yeah, yeah. So, so flame flame uh, leaf sumac, I think, is the prettiest. But uh, oh, there, are, there are a lot of different types, so maybe uh, you should experiment with some different varieties. Yeah. Well, they're, they are just a brilliant red in the fall, and they're beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, got a question about Japanese maple. I've, I've got a couple established here and got some in con, some uh, containers I got from you guys. When do you, do you recommend me put them in the ground in the fall and what to do after that? How much water do they need? And... So I, everybody's giving me a look. They're all questioning whether you should yeah, put them in my, the ground. My answer was never put them in the ground. Right. All right, so I'm, I'm going to have a slightly different answer. Uh, if if you intend on putting it in the ground, it is an acid-loving tree, so you got to put a lot of sphagnum peat in the ground and be prepared to do a lot of iron supplements. That's much easier to control uh, the pH in a pot than it is in the ground. And I'm going to suggest that it's underneath a deciduous tree. Um, you know, a pot you can move around where it's in the sun during the winter and in the shade of something in the summer. But if you're going to go to the ground, I think it needs to be underneath a, any kind of large tree that sheds its leaves. You know where they where they do really well, uh, like in courtyards or uh, that kind of thing? I've seen that. I've yeah. seen some smaller growing varieties actually planted by a porch. And they were they were nice. Okay, but, but in general, maples don't like it here. Yeah, they're t- it's tough to keep them satisfied. Well, I've I've got a couple that are well established. I mean, they're they're trees, um, and I wanted to plant these near them. They get light from probably eleven in the morning till. Two o'clock in the afternoon. Wow. Um, so, is that you I, know I think, the, the optimum think, place? No. Go ahead. Op- optimum place would be full sun all winter long, so underneath a deciduous tree or in a pot where you can have it in the sun, and uh, shade of something uh, for the summer heat. Although you tend to lose the color, like if you had a red foliage one, it's not going to be so red. Uh, as right. the big tree leaves out. Well, if you put under your deciduous tree, a lot of times you could get the morning sun in the uh, summertime. If yeah. You, you know, if, you, if it's positioned right. So in that uh, that three hours of hot, um, 
it might not happen, but I would expect the tree would go sleepy for the summertime, just like it does for the wintertime. Okay. Uh, do you recommend crepe myrtles in full sun? Yes. That's the okay. only place it ought to be. Right. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Keep Thank us, you, sir. Keep, keep us informed what yeah, you decide. So I'm... If he's okay. still there, okay. uh-huh. let's, let's, let's keep going on the crepe myrtles. So we don't, we don't want you to be a crepe murderer. So make sure you select the size that you want it to be at maturity, and then you pick from those colors that meet that criteria rather than buying one that gets really big and trying to keep it cut back or buying a short one wondering why it never gets tall. Well, I've, I've germinated these from the crepe myrtles on the property, so... They're about three feet tall, and I wanted to go ahead and plant them now. Uh, it shouldn't be a problem planting them now, but you don't know what you're going to end up with. Yeah. I mean, ideally, right. it'll be just like its parent, but that doesn't mean it will be. Thank you. Good luck. Right. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. All right, Marty's on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey, Marty, welcome back. What did we forget? Yeah, I forgot to put in my, my vote for my favorite plant. Oh, your favorite? This is now a black thumb plant. You know, it just, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, you, yeah. It's, it's almost impossible not to be able to grow it. Uh, my favorite one is the rosemary. Well, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Now, rosemary, I, y'all used to say was you could overwater and you, you got to be careful. You on, can. It's, but I, it's, I, I, it's pretty hardy. It's deer it's resistant. For, it's forgiving. It, it, it is. is it? it can be. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and our cl- and this climate—it's a good plant for this climate. Oh, okay. Yeah. And you've got the both the uh, the upright and the trailing. Yes. Okay, cool. I think they're on. I seen I seen it there at Millburgers uh, during the Christmas time when they had it in the shape of a deer. It was beautiful. And I said, man, I love those little blue flowers that it comes. But besides, you have a, a wonderful garnish for cooking. To send her some more okra yeah, seeds. Yeah, send her some more seeds. All right. Okay. I don't know if we lost Marty or he just can't hear us or what's going on. He, he just put in that plant for his oh, okay. Okay. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. You're not going to say you have a question for Trace, are you? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I just have Can a I run. You want hold I, on. I just have Trace, a please report to the front <laughs> office. Trace, the front office. Well, you know, I don't have. A, there is no front office, so, so I'll be happy to go there. I just, have, I just have, go sit in a golf cart. Or yeah, something. there you go. I just have a notification or awareness. Oh, okay. Um, Neil got a question. Is that I planted several Esperanza plants around our yard? Can you guess what's going to happen, Neil? I mean, no, right? I I knew where you were going the second you said that. <laughs> All they have done is grow quite tall, 10 feet and more. I've tried cutting them down to 3 to 4 feet, but I didn't get them to bloom. Damn. Uh, They still have no flowers at all, even though they're in full sun. What can I do? And Neil answers, (laughs) 
Said he, he mentions me. He said, Jerry Parsons, retired extension specialist and professor, uh, professor emeritus, which uh, Neil got for me, by the way, uh, from Texas A&M, put us on alert a couple of years ago. Has that been a couple of years ago? It has. That's why I've been hiding available uh, <laughs> from you for that long. <laughs> that knockout Esperanzas were being sold. Knockoff. Knockoff, yeah. Uh, Esperanzas were being sold. Our mutual friend Greg Grant found and developed the original Gold Star Esperanza. Known for its fabulous flowers and non-stop blooming habits. Uh, anyway, uh, however, a few growers sometimes bypass that small additional expense and simply grow their own plants from seed or from cuttings of a, a non-gold star. By doing so, they lose the ever-blooming ha- ha- uh, habit. It sounds like that that's what you got. I suggest you visit with a nursery where you brought these. They may have brought them from a source that either didn't understand or willing to bypass the rules. Be sure next year that you buy plants that are tagged gold star, Esperanza, and B are in bloom when you buy them. And I'm looking at a... Uh, a bunch of them. Looking at a bunch of them in full, full bloom over here. And uh, the interesting thing about that, uh, one of the reasons we got... Uh, we wrote those art- that article, which is uh, eternally on uh, plantanswer.com under the uh, article section on the front page. Under alert, mislabeled plants as Gold Star Esperanza being sold statewide. And uh, the the deal in uh, the deal in North Texas, and 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 uh, Neil was riding several years without knowing why those Gold Star weren't blooming. I mean, he he guessed. Uh, too fertilization, too much fertilization, too little watering. I mean, he was he, he people that don't have a, the fakes can't figure out what the hell is going on with that gold star because our neighbors got one that blooms all year long. So, uh, but Neil uh, the, up there in North Texas, they got the uh, they got the plants from. Uh, Seville Farms, which is now uh, uh, declared bankruptcy. And year, uh, year, several years ago, I was taking a tour of the nursery, and uh, we, and the main grower pulled me aside and said, I want you to come look at my gold star, because they're, they're big tag users. Uh, Seville was. Uh, he's in the top hundred growers, uh, I guess, of Texas. No, that's probably U.S. I'm pretty sure. U.S. I mean, they they bought up every little guy they possibly could. So okay. I, uh, it, it's <laughs> by far not. It's probably top five in Texas. Yeah. But anyway, uh, the main grower cared, took me over. To his uh, gold star Esperanza, and said, 
I've done everything I can do to get these gold stars to bloom. Said I've changed the mix, I've changed the fertilization, I've changed the watering. He's a good grower, old time grower, and uh, had hundreds of them not blooming. And so I told him, I said, that's not gold star. But Seville is such a big, big grower. Uh, Greg Grant and uh, Dr. Pemberton up there in uh, uh, Overton delivered plants to Seville from Color Spot, by the way. They gave them to me. And uh, deli- we delivered uh, uh, 30 or 40 plants each time for four conse- four times and they never could straighten out their problem you know why because the plants that I brought them up there they the uh, help sold them first oh because they were blooming first so we never were able to clean their stock up but right. anyway all right we got to take a break 210-308-8867. We'll be back in a moment. 210-308-8867. More coming up on 930 AM. The answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. We're going to get to Shirley in a second. But again, I want to remind you and point out before I, after I sneeze, excuse me. You know, what Calvin was pointing out is a good point that uh, we are in stage two. But that doesn't mean you can't water. It just means you have to be, uh, you have certain times that you can and certain ways that you can. If you're watering by hand, for instance, uh, with uh, stage two, you can do that any day, any time. Right, Calvin? Right. Right. Okay. Uh, If you're doing sprinkler or um, you can do it on your designated watering day uh, and you can do it between 7 a.m. and 11 a.m. or and or. Uh, 7 p.m. and 11 p.m. So there's lots of opportunities to water and take care of those plants. And uh, if you want to get something from Jerry's thing, that's that's to to be diligent about that and take care of them. Uh, Find efficient ways to water. Be sure not to miss those times because we haven't had rain, uh, significant rain in quite a while. Uh, So get all the rules and avoid the fines because Saws is getting uh, more assertive and uh, giving out fines and citations and and stuff, and you don't want that. You don't want to have that spoil your your experience, and you don't have to. That's the, the neat thing is you really don't have to. Uh, so go to saws.org forward slash stage two, and you'll find out all the rules and regs. Uh, that's uh, saws.org, S-A-W-S.org forward slash stage two, and you'll find out everything that you need to know. And, uh, yep, those days start again tomorrow. They're not on the weekends, uh, but they start Monday through Friday. So our day is on Monday, so I'll be out there doing that tomorrow. So, all right, 210-308-8867. Shirley is on the line. Hi, Shirley. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Hi, Nelson. I'm good. I'm good. I have two questions. Uh, One is about I'm growing two tomato plants. I have a Sweet 100 and a Tycoon. And I've never grown the Sweet 100 before, but that thing is as tall as I am. And it's full of blooms. 
But the little balloons just bloom and then they just close up. They're not making little tomatoes. What's what's wrong with it? They, uh, is it in full sun? It's as, it's in as much full sun as I can give it. There uh, you go. That's a good answer. Well, I mean, it's, uh, in, <laughs> it's in full sun from like like uh, noon until six o'clock. Oh my goodness! Um, Afternoon full sun. That's tough full sun. <laughs> uh, you is, know, is it in a large container? Is it in a large yes, container? Yes, it is. Okay. It's in a large container, Gary. Yes. Yeah, it's just, it's already I mean, as it's tall as she is. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's five six. <laughs> it's about five six. <laughs> but, I mean, it's, uh, it's beautiful. It has lots of flowers, but very oh, few you, tomatoes. You want you want it fruit? I did. I thought you were wanting an ornamental to put out there, the flowers. Those are pretty yellow flowers. They are pretty yellow flowers. Let's see, how many many times have you heard us recommend Sweet 100? A a million. No, No. never. Never. Really? I thought you liked Sweet 100. No, no. But anyway, we we like uh, 968. And okay. also, Write it down. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they were hard to find this year. And uh, Ruby Crush, Ruby Crush. Okay. And Ruby the, Crush. the ones we have tested in the field, and that uh-huh. are true heat setters, and on and on. But now that you've got the Sweet One Hundred, they're a little bitty fruit. And, okay. Uh, yeah. uh, but I thought. Well, maybe that's a problem. They're so little, I can't see them. No, 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 no. But Jerry's, I think Jerry is going to, the fact that they're booming up a storm. Yeah, they'll yeah. set fruit yeah. later. I think and they since oh. they're so okay. small, uh, w- once that f- cool front comes through on uh, Tuesday evening, right. uh, they, uh, they'll set, they'll start setting all that fruit at once, Good. probably. And they'll, uh, the ones that are blooming, and, uh, since they're so small, uh, they'll be. You probably have ripened ones by Thanksgiving. What are, What are your tycoons Good. doing? What's Good. your tycoon doing? There, I've got five or six tycoons um, on there. They're about as big as a ping pong ball, or maybe a little larger. It, okay. it, it seems to be doing all are right. They get, are, are they getting the six hours of sun too? Yes, they are. They're right, right next to one another. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Tycoon, uh, as all our varieties are, were uh, selected for heat tolerance, and so uh, that's that's what yeah. we're exper- experiencing now. And I'm glad to hear that Tycoon is producing. Yes, it is. I've grown it before, and well, it had well, great tomatoes. Well, don't don't worry about uh, the sweet 100. When it starts, Just don't setting, buy it when it when it starts setting fruit, you're going to be throwing them at the neighbors. You're going to have mean, to you have, have to put a, a, fruit. a tent out there and uh, <laughs> and, uh, and be, be picking okay. them constantly. There you go. Okay, so this year I bought some of these purple spire plants. You know what I'm talking about? They're, they're I'm going to assume in, indigo spire, which is a salvia. Yes. I, I don't know what the name of them is. I just call them purple spires. There but you go. They're they're perennial, aren't they? Yes, ma'am. 
So how do I take care of them for the fall? Am I going to cut them back? I mean, how am I going to take care of them? You're going to let God do whatever he wants to do to it. And (laughs) then at the end of February, early March, you're going to go cut whatever's messed up. If it's messed up all the way to the ground, then you're going to cut it at the ground. Okay. And it'll come back. Yep. Okay. Oh, yeah. Is it in a container or in the ground? No, they're in the ground. Okay. They're in the ground. Yeah, they they'll are. be pretty. Yeah. They'll come back next year. Yeah. And they might, if they're, it's yeah. good soil, they'll be big. Too. Oh, yeah. Good, good. Yeah, it's so, pretty good soil so where don't, I planted them. Don't, don't follow Jerry and throw those tomatoes. Take them to the food bank. <laughs> <laughs> I will. Or, or bring them here. We, we, yeah, we, we we'll like to snack. <laughs> <laughs> they're sweet. They're, they're good. At least you didn't. Hey, get sweet. you know these. At least you didn't get sweet one hundred. Yeah, no, right. Is Next that, time that I'll buy small, a nine sixty eight. No, yeah, that, that <laughs> is smaller than <laughs> the other one, the mother. Well, of them. Um, you know these plants that I've always called them. Um, used to call them mother-in-law's tongue. They're you know they grow straight up and they're a house plant. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I have one that put on a bloom, and I've never seen one do that before. But the bloom was about 10, 10 inches high. It's a blooming mother-in-law plant. So I'm going to assume yeah, it, it looks, looks kind of like a cobra head. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. The bloom the bloom was all green, and it, um, I mean, it didn't have any color to it. It was but, all but green, so that, but it was very... But, it's in the Very shape of a cobra head, like a. Is that what you call it? Yeah, maybe I, so. I don't. I don't know how to describe it any other difference. Almost all <laughs> we're your. Gonna, yeah. We're going to report this to Trace's mother-in-law. Uh, almost all your house plants will bloom at some state of uh, maturity. So, otherwise, they wouldn't exist in the real world anymore. Oh, okay. All right. Well, uh, but you, but you you're right. You're right. You don't see it very often. No. Oh, first time I've ever seen it, and I've usually had those around. Um, thanks for the help on the plant. Okay, well, thank you for calling. I'll, right, I'll get the right thing. Okay. All right. Thanks. You take care. All right. Thank you. All right. Bye. we got about a minute and a half left, uh, and uh, so we won't uh, probably take any more calls. I'll see if there's anybody on the line, but I think we are we are empty right now, which is okay. Uh, let's see. We want to remind you again that uh, – you can find out what's going on here at Millburgers at millburgernursery.com. That's millburgernursery.com. I think uh, we should have brought it up, and, in fact, I should have it prepared. I, I apologize for not. But if you want to do a, a search, if you've been interested in uh, uh, doing your own honeybees, uh, the Extension Service has a class that they're starting uh, in person this week and then virtually uh, after that. So, uh, they you can't may... sting you virtually. No, they can't. Uh <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I know some awful unlucky people out there. But, uh, yeah, so you may want to find that. Just Google Barrett County Extension Service, and then you'll probably find the class. I thought that was interesting, and maybe some people wanted to, to be a part of that. I think it was $45 for the four classes, So, uh, and that was the uh, – or maybe it was 45 Anyway, you'll find out the price. Then a bee – bee enter? They'll be, be interested, yes. All right, let's say goodbye for today. Thank you, Al. Thank you, Al, for doing a great job. And, of course, thank you for listening. But we're back here tomorrow. Sorry, we're back here oh. next Saturday. Oh. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Calvin. I didn't, didn't mean to frighten you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, at Millburgers at 1604 Art on Boulevard Road. And you can listen to us on 930 a.m. The Answer. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.